0: I'm gonna say this, you
1: know, is it possible
0: that he could get fired?
1: Yes, right? Who? Bill Belichick? Bill Belichick. Is it Welcome in folks, Bill Belichick. Jeff, like, sh- hold on. What did you think when you watched Sunday Night Football and you watched the way that Patriots team played? With no, like frankly, no desire. Matt Jones calling out certain players. After the I, game. Here, here's, here's
0: what I saw, right? And it's interesting. One of my colleagues here, Randy Melvin, was a defensive line coach for the Patriots, won a Super Bowl with the Patriots, right? Um, and so we were talking, he came by my office this morning and the first thing he asked me was, did you see what the Patriots did on the field goal block where they actually brought a creeper, which is something that you do against a punt team, never against a field goal team. And I thought, and I said to him, I said, yeah, he, they're so far ahead of everybody else, right? They really are. They, I mean, they are so well-coached. The problem is right now in New England, and Randy agreed, he said, they just don't have the dudes they used to have, right? And you think about it. When they were winning games, you know, by 10 points or 12 points or five points or whatever, they could beat you a lot of different ways. First of all, their defense was really, really good. And I think the Patriots' defense is still good, right? Now, I don't know if they have – you know, the McCordy brothers, I don't know if they have, you know, Patrick Chung type guys back there, Mm. Rodney Harrison type guys back there. And, you know, but I think their front seven is very good. I think we saw that in the game. We've seen it two weeks in a row. The problem for the Patriots right now is they're not dynamic enough offensively to score points. If they have to score 28 points, it's really, really tough for them to win football games. And, you know, again, we saw it against Philadelphia in the opener. I mean, they made Philadelphia work for everything in the second half particularly. And then we saw it again the other night. You know, they they played pretty doggone good. They, they That's a good football team in Miami, right? And they were really good. They hung around, but see, that's the problem. They're good enough to ha- hang around. I don't know if they're good enough to beat good football teams, enough good football teams to get in the playoffs. That's what we got to wait and see.
1: Time will tell. I enjoyed seeing Mike McDaniel at the half. We're going to get your question in a few minutes, folks. Um, there There's so much things to peel off with this. The Cowboys play the Patriots in two weeks. I just feel, Jeff, if the Patriots were to drop to 0-5, I think you know you need to start having conversations. I think there's many different factors here. But this whole, episode, this whole conversation about shoot his record but he's not going to get there if he doesn't start winning games that, that that's the way i say it. and i'm not anti new england i just genuinely don't think that there is a there is a team there this year that can compete and that's a serious issue for them um jeff from one team to another we talked about this a little bit on our monday morning football podcast folks thank you very much for listening to that really appreciate that brandon stilly now jeff there's emails going around on mm-hmm. the interweb rumors stating that Staley's job could be in trouble. Do you buy that or do you think it's way too early?
0: Well, I think, let me say this. And I, and again, I'm not trying to dodge the question, but I'm just telling you the way it is, right? I've done this in professional football for over 30 seasons. So I get it, right? I get the pressure that these guys are under. I get the fact that you can't fire the players. You got to fire the coach, right? Um, Staley came into this year, this is a it year, I think, for him and his football team. And let's look at the two game results, right? Which is really early, right? But they're 0-2. And when you look at, when you look at their season, you lose 36-34 at Miami and you give up the fourth most passing yards in an opening day ever in the national football league, right? fourth most ever that's a lot of football games and then you go to tennessee the next week right and you lose 27 24 and give up 141 yards rushing so a defensive coach like staley is his you know his side of the ball his pride and joy isn't performing at a good enough level okay now you can give them a pass, I think, a little bit because Eckler was out and, you know, there was a there's a huge drop between the backup and Eckler. But still, when you look at this football team, they're finding ways to lose. And that's what losing teams do. Coach Vermeil used to say it to us like this. Keep losing teams, losing, Right. And that's Sandy or Los Angeles's problem right now. They've got to find a way to make enough plays, particularly at the critical moments, to get a W and then get some momentum and get some confidence and get some, you know, uh, rhythm and all of that. Because let me tell you what's so hard about coaching and building a team and, you know, holding a team together. There's so many factors now. I mean, it's everywhere. There's so many people talking about you. There's so many people writing about you. There's so many people tweeting about you. There's so many people with, with opportunities to break things down and, and you can't hide. And so what happens is the players, they're, they're more access to the players than there's ever been before because of social media and all of that. So they hear everything. Right. And then it's that outside noise that starts to break you apart. Right because when the outside noise gets into the building and find in the when I call it the outside noise I'm talking about the negative energy the negative talk it's always going to find the soft ear it always does and you know again for as long as I've been in coaching in pro football I, one thing I've learned is guys who like to bitch they they want to bitch at other guys that like to bitch right so all of a sudden what ends up as being a personal thing you're going to find somebody to say yeah yeah you're right and then he yeah what now it's two then it's four then it's six now you got an issue on the football team and that's where right now for all of these teams and i think the chargers are one of these teams all of these teams have got to insulate from within right mac jones coming out and calling out his teammates you better be really careful mac right and the same thing's true for other organizations where you know you see, we talked about Brees Hall with his with his emojis after the game. You know, on the flight home, you got to be really, really careful because it can it can create a problem in your football team really, really
1: quickly. Jeff, let's talk about one more topic before we get comments and questions. And is there anything else that sticks out to you this weekend? We started recording our Monday morning football with uh, Connor and the crew for Football Ireland just before the Broncos game ended, so I only seen what happened towards the end of our recording. I'll tell you what, boy, that was heartbreaking. Heartbreaking, to say the least. Um, it was a really weird weekend, Jeff, but it was almost great because it felt like the baptism of the season again, and it felt like football was truly back. Um, there's so many storylines we could pick on. You know, the Giants, it's actually been announced in the last five minutes when we're recording this, and we're live at the moment, obviously, as well, that Saquon's going to be out for three weeks. That's a major issue for them. Um Bengals go 0-1-2. It, it, is there anything else that stands out to you, Jeff? Yes. I was quite disappointed with the Chiefs-Jogs game in terms of how quiet I, it was. I,
0: I, that was exactly what I said it, to you. It'd be it'd be a close game, right? And the Chiefs won. the money, Jeff. Now, here's the thing. That, that These are the takes that I had. I watched the second half of the Giants game. The Giants were abysmal in the first half. Awful, right? But they picked it up in the second half, and you saw... Why they paid Daniel Jones the money they paid? He threw a couple really, really good balls in tight windows in the red zone after penalties when he could have, you know, he could have wilted, and he didn't. And I think that their offense took steps, Um, and then Saquon was dynamic. And when they needed yardage at at the end of the game, he was he was a full grown man. Now that's going to hurt him for three weeks. But you got to come out of that one feeling better. Um, You know, we talked about the Cowboys. The Broncos found a way to lose again. They throw a Hail Mary to, you know, to get down there and have an opportunity to win on a two point conversion. Can't do it. Um, You know, you look at the Falcons. I was impressed with the Falcons and disappointed in the London
1: in two weeks, Jeff. Yeah.
0: And they're disappointed in the Packers. And, You know, the Lions have a chance, had a chance. They had all the momentum. Everybody in Detroit, you should have seen, uh, I was watching, we played, uh, you know, Saturday and then Sunday I was watching the pregame show out on Detroit television. And, I mean, the city was on fire. I mean, Mm. it was huge. And then they go out and lose to Seattle in overtime who had lost to the Rams the week before. That's why it's so crazy. The Bills, Right they take care of business against the raiders and there was a lot of hand wringing in buffalo worried about what direction the bills were going and josh allen and all of it after you know four turnovers in the first weekend against the jets so it's going to be a, it's going to be that chronic kind, of, kind of crazy crazy ride of a season and that's what we want
1: it, it's exactly what we want i think you've touched on a number of different things there i guess one thing that i'll say on just from watching some tape up today Really impressed with the Falcons. A fun team to watch. Not too concerned for the Packers. Jordan Love looked good in that game. Also, he's got some interesting youth, youthful weapons there as well. And um, you were banging the money with KC Jacksonville. They were trying to think of the games that we haven't talked about last night, Jeff. To be honest with you, I think we've tried to cover them all. It was, you know, the Ravens were interesting. And like the Bengals, Ravens. but the Ravens, Ravens like, their
0: they're, Ravens are—they're a hardball coached team. They're damn good football team they're tough they're resilient their offense is coming around right it's going to be a process if you're a Raven fan you got it you got to just relax a little bit and let it let them work out the kinks right I mean we thought Flowers I and I've said this since they draft since the draft that Flowers has a chance to be rookie of the year now he only got one touch in the game the other day but he's going to get his touches Lamar shows growth as a quarterback in a more you know up-to-date offense if you will Um, you know they're not so run reliant like they used to be they can still run the ball when they need to but they're not run reliant like they used to be which I think is going to be good for them in the long term you know um, I I, I, you know that it looks like now that the AFC East is going to be instead of being a three-horse race it's going to be a two-horse race and you know I think the Dolphins really have had a good two weeks, right? And I think that's a good football team. So, you know, there's a lot of football to play. A lot of football to play. And and uh, you know, we'll see. There's gonna be some there's gonna be some pr- surprises down the road, you can bet on it.
1: Let's get some questions because someone on YouTube, big thanks to everyone that's joined in me, some on Twitter also, I'll call them out. Jeffrey. I gotta give Fred a shout-out first because you had the first question I think saying and you've touched on this, Jeff, how good of a job has Dan Quinn done in Dallas? Passed on the opportunity to be a head coach, shows his morals and the belief in himself. Jeff, just to add to that, a number of teams wanted him last year. A number of teams. And it takes a lot to stay, especially when McCarthy stays, and you could have argued at one point maybe Quinn could have been the head coach there for a couple of days in Dallas when it was question marks every January. And um, they've got a hell of a guy there. And like, and I, I know you've went to detail already, but he, he's, he's a guy to watch for his development this season and he'll be a head coach for the next three years in the max.
0: Yeah, I think so. And, and, you know, let's talk about the Dallas situation first. I mean, who knows, this is Jerry Jones we're dealing with, right. Who knows what kind of, you know, backroom, you know, handshake deals are, you know, in place. Right. I mean, First of all, Jerry pays him extremely well. He's paid like a head coach to be an assistant coach, right? He enjoys the group of players he's coaching with. He enjoys the coaches he's working with. He enjoys being in Dallas. They're going to win. There's a lot of reasons to not go, right? There's There were other people that were interested in him. Yes, but can you find a better job next year? Because you know you're going to win in Dallas. You know you got great players, right? So... I commend Dan Quinn, and this is the maturity that happens after you've been fired once as a head coach. You look upon that next opportunity a little different than you did that first opportunity where you just want to be a head coach and you, and you jump and take it. Luckily for him, he's had enough success as a head coach and now as a back as a coordinator again, that he can get a better job, right? He doesn't have to just take a job, right? so. When you look at it, would the Texans have been a better job? Heck no. I mean, no, you want to go someplace where you've got a chance to win and win quickly. And so I I commend Dan Quinn for having the maturity, having the foresight, his agent, whoever he's who's ever
1: advised him. I think that's really, really a wise move. Your boys are mute. Don't want to jump too much in the Cowboys here, but Matthew Jeff is saying, hey, lads, as an Eagles fan, it pains me to say Dallas look the best team in football right now. Let's go to the very end of this question. Could Mika win MVP? Yes. He two weeks. He's my MVP.
0: Matthew, two things. Number one, is that a Middle Tennessee Blue Racer logo that you have on your Twitter account? That was very specific, Jeff. That is awesome (laughs) if it is. And secondly, about Michael Parsons, there is no question. I think he, if there is going to be a defensive player win it, it's going to have to be a guy like him who can make those kind of splash plays. We're talking about a guy with five sacks in two games. He said, I don't know how many tackles for loss, forced fumbles. I am going to do a breakdown of Michael Parsons' game and how he's used by Dan Quinn and that Cowboy defensive staff coming up. You can catch it right here on Pro Football
1: Ireland and the Jeff Reinbold Show. On Jeff's Twitter account, via a burner, I love it, Jeff. We are living the dream, my man. T- Tuesday, yeah, ish? Yeah. Ish. Have it for you, bud. You should, you should video yourself talking at the how. I'll, I'll, like, I'll put you in like a wee box at the bottom. You know, high, high-end editing, Jeff. Uh, big shout-out to Mickey that's watching live. Thanks for all these comments, folks. Keith, big Dolphins fan. See you in Frankfurt in a few weeks, my man. Which is the best conference at the moment, the AFC or NFC? Man, that's really, like, with all the 2-0 teams on the NFC side of the ball, I still think Jeff the AFC is the best. It's got so much talent, so much talent. Man.
0: I think I think we're, it's going to be proven over time that the AFC is the better conference. I think that the NFC has some really good football teams. I don't know if we thought the Cowboys were going to show like they've shown at two and zero. You know, we know San Francisco is a good football team. There's some other teams that, you know, are two and zero, but I don't. Um, they're kind of what I would call soft two and zero. But certainly, I think they're the better conference top to bottom is still the AFC.
1: Uh, let's shout out to Luke Walsh, who's saying, Adam, not really I think You mean Dean? The New York Jets have traded their 2024 first round draft selection to the Dallas Cowboys in exchange for quarterback Trail Lance. Well, that would be fun. That would be fun. <laughs>
0: Hey, that's why we – that's why we – as fans, we love this game so much because there's so much – you can – you know, there's so many things you can talk about. I I truly believe that that would be a shocker. But, hey, I've been shocked before. Hey, we got Shane Brennan here. Love this guy. One of the guys – you talk about a good
1: friend of Pro Football Ireland. Shane's doing great work. uh, Great article this morning.
0: He is. And and you talk about a guy that loves football.
1: I mean, he he is – he is a –
0: He's a dude. He's one of our guys. He says, hey, he says, Hey guys, how much will the Patriots regret not getting an A grade wide receiver? I think, well, I think Shane, they're regretting it right now. And I think Patriot fans are regretting it and probably, you know, Mr. Kraft's regretting it right now because the thing that's holding that team back is they're, you know, they just don't have any dy- dynamic threats on offense and they need to find a guy or trade for a guy or somehow come up with a guy that can be that number one, that guy that, you know, you can get when, you know, people start dropping into eight man fronts, you can find that one-on-one and, and you know, beat whoever he's, who's, who's ever covered him. They don't have that right now. You know, they they have to play extremely well. They can't turn the ball over. They can't give up big plays. They can't have special teams problems. It, the margin for error is so tight right now in New England. That's why it's, I think, really tough
1: for them a comment from anthony dunkley jeff met you once in brampton ontario so gracious will you ever try that patriots field go block call you know what we we
0: fooled around with that thing a couple times and the, you have to the, the issue is and this is i think what happened on the play um the patriots obviously had a key that they knew when the snap was coming because it's almost impossible to time that up unless you really have a sense whether it's a how many times a head, the uh, snapper is head bobbed. There, there, you know. Again, this is what coaches do. We sit and watch hours and hours and hours of tape looking for little tiny wins, small edges, slight you know, slight advantages that you can get. And the Patriots found one and they exploited it. It was interesting. Chris were said, "Well, now we're going to see everybody in the league." blocking field goals this way they will people will try it but again that I'm sure is an example of how far ahead the Patriots are from a coaching standpoint now people are going to catch up right and there's they'll have a plan for it and but you know there's a first time for everything and we saw a first time deal uh in the National Football League anyway the other night with that what we call creeper field goal block Mm.
1: Let's finish off on this. You put a very cryptic tweet out today, Jeff. Scotland, are you ready? Um, Ready for what?
0: Well, I'm telling you, we're ready. And we are ready to get to Scotland. And, you know, I have had tremendous, tremendous experiences in Scotland. Every time we've gone, they've got great NFL fans up there, passionate, passionate football fans. You know, you, you go to the Super Bowl and you still see Claymore's jerseys you know, all these years later at the Super Bowl. So we know that there are a ton of NFL fans up there and we are gonna get to go to Scotland and we're gonna have a show up there and tape some segments so that we can release them on on the show live. Uh it's gonna be a blast and I'm not doing any haggis just like I'm not doing just like I'm not doing any Guinness when we come to Ireland. But um,
1: uh it uh, is fun. Uh, you can
0: have all that you want,
1: but I'm not. You're having a pint. You're not going to like. There's a you have. A, you don't even know half to There's a big plan for Galway already. Big guests coming to Galway. Jeff massive guests. You have oh, to have a Guinness. Oh,
0: yeah, you have I'm to have a good.
1: I'm telling you, you have to have a Guinness. Uh, Scotland announced soon. This, this this probably this week to be honest with you, Jeff. Some breaking news day in the night. I love this. Love love going live. It's thank everyone for commenting live. Really appreciate it, Jeff. Uh, Dalton Reisner, your guy. Well, my guy. I like am a Broncos fan. Uh, picked up by the Vikings. Good to see him big, on the big, streets.
0: Big, big, big signing. Good, smart signing. I talked to Dal. I talked to Dalton actually uh, in the last ten days, and he expressed to me that he really wanted to get back to playing football. And uh, I will reach out to him and see if we can't have him on the show again. He was a great. He was a great guest the last time he was on. That's a great signing for the Vikings and you know again he's a he's a good person in, in addition to being a good football player he's a good person so i'm happy for dalton his family and and i'm happy for the vikings
1: yes sir jeff reinbold show search the jeff reinbold show on your podcast provider or search pro football ireland search jeff reinbold show on youtube please like share subscribe give this guy some some love <laughs> and we're going to be I, Provided on Jeff, your availability live Thursday, same time, because your boy is away all weekend. I, I have to go to Prague for a stag do, and I'm very nervous.
0: Well, we got to make our picks before you get to Prague, because I know if you're going to Prague for a stag do, you'll be in no condition to make it, to make sense of anything.
1: I I'll, I'll be okay. No, um, so that's what we do. So Thursday night we we make our picks. We answer questions. So they, we'll we'll do that Thursday night. and we'll we'll have some fun looking forward to hearing your picks Jeff looking forward to hearing people's questions really um heartwarming to see the feedback see everyone commenting so thank you all very much Jeff I don't take this lightly so great to chat to you man do you want to see us out
0: yep I want to say thank you to everybody just like you and echo your your comments and to 888 sport the official uh gambling home of the NFL in both Ireland and the UK and um the jeff reinbold show michael it's always a pleasure and aloha till next time